Good morning. I invite everyone to please uh, find a seat, box seats for the dogs, and uh, we will get started. Um, hopefully, everyone has a booklet, but me. Uh, I need to find a booklet. Uh oh. Okay. All right. Ah. All right. And I welcome everyone and our furry pets this morning as we celebrate the Feast of St. Francis. At this time, I invite everyone to please stand that are able to. All right, sit. Sit. Percy, sit. Lord, open our lips. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Please join in singing hymn 398, found in the blue hymnals.
A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The parents have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, says the Lord God, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. Know that all lives are mine. The life of the parent, as well as the life of the child, is mine. It is only the person who sins that shall die. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is unfair. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way unfair? Is it not your ways that are unfair? When the righteous turn away from their righteousness and commit iniquity, they shall die for it. For the iniquity that they have committed, they shall die. Again, when the wicked turn away from the wickedness they have committed and do what is lawful and right, they shall save their life, because they considered and turned away from all the transgressions that they had committed. They shall surely live. They shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is unfair. O house of Israel, are my ways unfair? Is it not your ways that are unfair? Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, all of you according to your ways, says the Lord. Repent and turn from all your transgressions, otherwise iniquity will be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed against me, and get yourselves a new heart and new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, says the Lord God. Turn, then, and live. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the letter to the Philippians. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us join in singing our sec second canticle, the first song of Isaiah. Please stand as you are able. reading from the Gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing th these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question, and if you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it in human origin? And they argued with one another, If we say, From heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say, Of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second son and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. 
but he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. I realize that this morning's homily needs to be brief because we are truly on borrowed time as our pets and friends here are um, actually being extremely well behaved, which is a wonderful opportunity. But the question that I think that we raise today is why do this? Why every year do we take a Sunday out of the year to not just honor St. Francis, but to literally bring our dogs and images of our cats and other pets into church with us. Now, about 30 years ago, when we started this concept of the blessing of the animals in most of the congregations, the idea was that we're going to bring in all these young families. Because what doesn't bring in young people but their pets? But as the years have moved on, it's not the young people and the families that seem to come in droves to the blessing of the animals. But what I've discovered, it tends to be older folk. And so I had to step back and ask this question. What is it about our pets that is so sacred to us that we would desire to bring them with us to worship with them and feel this need or hope that somehow in that time with them, not only is it that they'll behave, but that something special will transpire. That through this act of blessing them each year kind of makes that relationship sacred. It identifies or reflects the fact that there is something purposeful or sustaining about our relationship with what we now refer to as our fur babies. And as I began to examine what is that, especially for those of us who are empty nesters, I've realized it is truly about companionship. That somehow in the caring for a dog or a cat or whatever, there is a response that we receive. That warmth of them cuddling up with us. The greeting they offer us <coughs> when we enter our homes day in and day out how somehow that relationship can transcend the loneliness of this life. And if we don't truly believe that to be true, let us look at the fact of the statistics that during the time of the pandemic, the level to which pet adoption rose during this time when we were isolated into our homes. But there's something else that our relationship with our pets tell us. It tells us about our relationship with God. Because basically, with very little attention, if we remember to feed them regularly, to allow them an occasional walk, and a game of tug-of-war here and there, they respond 
tenfold with love towards us. And although it is somewhat conditional on our feeding and caring, the reality is they are anxious to love us in the same way that God is anxious to love each and every one of us. God's relationship with us is simple. If we simply pay attention, if we offer him just a small bit of our time to honor him, God responds tenfold with grace, the gifts of the Spirit, and yes, that which we each seek in this life, a sense of something greater than ourselves that companions with us, not only in our good times, but in our bad times. Over the 23 years that I have tended to congregations, over the 23 years that I have been invited into those final moments of life, whenever I have walked into a home where somebody is dying and there is a pet, whether it be a cat or a dog, nine times out of ten, what I find is that dog or cat curled up next to their loved one, companioning through that time of transition in a way that no human being or other person can, a constant source of comfort, a constant source of hope, even when we are truly not aware. So yes, we gather this day not just to honor a great saint who prays the creation and the nature around us, but we come to honor God and to give thanks for God for the animals in our lives, the ones who companion us, the ones who love us in our good times, and are there in our darkness with us, and who choose to journey with us, not just in our vitality, but as we move on to greater life. So we come this day in joy to give thanks for the companionship of our four-legged friends. Amen. Please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. 
Lord, keep this nation under your care. Let your way be known upon earth. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Create in us clean hearts, O God. Encouraged by our fellowship with St. Francis and all the saints, let us make our prayers to the Father through our Lord Jesus Christ. I will conclude each petition with, Lord, in your mercy, and you should respond with, hear our prayer. Father, your Son called men and women to leave the past behind and follow him in the way of the cross. Today we celebrate the example of Francis, who followed that call and embraced a life of humility and service. Look with mercy upon those whom he calls today, marks with the cross, and makes his disciples within the church. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. You created the good earth and put into it our care and put it into our care and keeping. Inspired by the example of Francis, who lived in peace and harmony with the natural world, give us the freedom and will to conserve this fragile earth and preserve its beauty and resources. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Help us to reject the temptations of the world that draw us away from you. And following the example of Francis, experience the richness of simpler lives. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. You make yourself known to us through the unconditional love, loyal companionship, and pure joy of animals. Following the example of Francis, who called them his brothers and sisters, we pray for your mercy and protection upon all animals, and especially those that are injured, abused, deserted, lost, or dying. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Help us to follow the example of, of Francis and reach out in compassion to those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, victims of war or disease, and all those printed in our book of prayers. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with, with St. Peter, St. Francis, Blessed Mary, the God-bearer, and all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We offer our thanks to you for the many blessings you pour upon us, including those we name now either silently or aloud. Let us give thanks and offer our prayers for the people who work for and volunteer for Save One's Soul in South Kingstown, for the South Kingstown Animal Shelter, and for all those who offer care for our pets by sheltering and care from them when we are absent from them. Hear our prayer. Almighty God, whose loving hand has given us all that we possess, grant us grace that we may honor you with our substance, and remembering the account which we must one day give, may be faithful stewards of your bounty, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please be seated for the announcements. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Caught me by surprise. Um, that's okay. I'm Ron Cowie, Magical Senior Warden. Uh, I will be quick because we've got a bunch of dogs, and there aren't a whole lot of new announcements. Uh, we have the Comfort Food uh, Church supper, what is that, on the 19th. I was leaning towards fried chicken, but the Lord spoke to me right here and said, meatloaf, and here's why. <laughs> because if we make fried chicken, it's gonna be a mess. I might burn down the kitchen, but meatloaf is like great. I'll make some mashed potatoes and it'll be great. And we can distribute to people who don't get to make it a lot easier that way. And if I make chicken, it will all be gone because I went to college learning how to make fried chicken and I know how to make fried chicken. Enough about me, back to you. Um, the parish directory is updated and pretty soon we're gonna have the um, blessing of the animals. Susan, do you need to say anything about the parish directory or is it just kind of like, go look at it? 
Yeah. All right, thank you. Uh, the gift basket assembly returns this Thursday. Is someone else going to make that announcement, or am I? I don't want to get beat up. Um, so 10 a.m., first basket-making session, 1 p.m., second basket-making session, this Thursday, October 5th. And I think that, oh, making your last wishes known is on the 28th. That's uh, about estate planning, and Susan and John are kind of leading that. It's, it's in the bulletin, and as we get closer, maybe next week, we'll kind of unpack that a little bit more. Uh, Bible studies are this Wednesday at noon and Thursday at 7 p.m. That's all on Zoom. And flowers for the altar. If you have people who you want to remember or Thanksgivings, that's cool. The Christmas crafting, Wednesdays, October 18th to November 8th. And I think that's all I got. Oh, the 14th, Bill Condreth. Uh, uh, how to have difficult conversations. Um, you know, and, and it's funny, and it's, this is a good thing to kind of leading up to the holidays because I heard a joke where it's saying that, you know, Thanksgiving dinners are divided between two moments, before and after someone says, just what the heck do you mean by that? And so, the, uh, you know, but it's how do we as a congregation kind of like process and talk about stuff that is difficult, that's sensitive, and, um, you know, and kind of move forward with it. And he's a really great um, facilitator for that. Am I doing that justice? You are. I, okay. There you go. That's all I got. Yeah, what? Here on 
Dear friends in Christ, the animals of God's creation inhabit the skies, the earth, and sea. They share in the fortunes of human existence and have part in human life. God, who confers divine gifts on all living things, has often used the service of animals or made them symbolic reminders of the gifts of salvation. Animals were saved from the flood and afterwards made a part of the covenant with Noah. The Paschal Lamb brings to mind the Passover sacrifice and the deliverance from the bondage of Egypt. A giant fish saved Jonah. Ravens brought bread to Elijah. Animals were included in the repentance enjoined on humans. And animals share in Christ's redemption of all of God's creation. We therefore invoke the divine blessing of, on these animals here present in hope that we will see the goodness of creation more clearly and be inspired to serve as faithful disciples of the new creation in Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Most high, omnipotent, good Lord, grant your people grace to renounce gladly the vanities of this world, that following the way of blessed Francis, we may for love of you delight in your whole creation with perfectness of joy through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So for those who have brought their pets or pictures of pets with them for blessing, just kind of make your way to the center aisle. Give lots of space between each pet, and you're welcome to start coming forward. And I'll start with the choir. Oh, goodness gracious, Mercy. Mercy, you're first in line, huh? Okay. Mercy, I bless you. In the name of the holy and undivided Trinity who made us all, may you be healthy and live in harmony with all God's creatures. Amen. Good girl. Okay. All right. What's your dog's name? Coco. I bless you in the name of the holy and undivided Trinity who made us all. May you be healthy and live in harmony with your God. Amen. Amen, sweetie. Okay. What is it? Penny. I thought you said Peggy. Penny, I bless you in the name of the Holy Trinity, one God, who made us all. May you be healthy and live in harmony with all of God's creatures. Amen. Come with me. Aw. There you go. Good girl. I know. I squared you with water. What's his name? Jeffrey. I bless you in the name of the one holy and undivided Trinity who made us all. May you be healthy and live in harmony with all God's creatures. Amen. It's it. Penny, I bless you in the name of the holy and undivided Trinity who made us all. May you be healthy and live in harmony with all of God's creatures. Amen. Gracie, we had a whole sermon about you this morning. Gracie, I bless you in the name of the holy and undivided Trinity who made us all. And we pray that you be healthy and live in harmony with all God's creatures. Amen. Can I be your friend? Okay. Good girl. Yes. You weren't so sure of me earlier. <laughs> uh, and her name? Lucy. What is it? Lucy. I bless you in the name of the true and undivided Trinity, one God, and pray that you be healthy and live in harmony with all of God's creatures. Amen. Gus! My man. Pa. Oh, okay. Hello there, buddy. Okay. All right. Come here. Gus, I bless you in the name of the holy and undivided Trinity who made us all. And pray 
that you may be healthy and live in perfect harmony with all of God's creatures. That includes squirrels and bunnies, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Shadow? Shadow. I bless you in the name of the holy, undivided Trinity, one God, who made us all. May you be healthy, and may you live in harmony with God and all God's creatures. Amen. Here comes Buddy. Buddy? Mr. Cianci, I bless you in the name of the one holy and undivided Trinity that made us all. And we pray that you may be healthy and continue to live in harmony with God and all of God's creatures. Amen. You say hello. I say hello. Hello. Good girl. Good girl. Okay. Good boy. Brandy. Oh, yes, she is. Brandy, we bless you in the name of the one holy and undivided Trinity which made us all and pray that you may be healthy and live in harmony with God and all God's creatures. Amen. And what's its name? Savior. Savior. Ginger. Ginger. I bless you in the name of the one holy and undivided Trinity which made us all. And we pray that you may live in harmony with God and all of God's creatures. Amen. Here comes my boy. I've got one more behind you. That's, what's his name? Oh my gosh. Archie. Good boy. Archie, I bless you in the name of the one holy and undivided Trinity that made us all. And I pray, yes, I pray, that you may be healthy and continue to live in harmony with God and all of God's creatures. Amen. Good job, Archie. <laughs> and this is Emma. Emma and Lucy. Emma and Lucy. I bless you both in the name of the one holy and undivided Trinity that made us all and pray that you may continue to live in harmony with God and all of God's creation. Amen. You're welcome. And let us pray. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. And let us join in saying the general thanksgiving, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we are unworthy servants give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love, in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. And before we join in singing hymn 405, just to let everyone know, all are invited for refreshments outside this morning for coffee hour. So let us stand and join in singing hymn 405, All Things Bright and Beautiful. <laughs> 